Welcome to the Tech 5 Show, the podcast that explores what's new in the tech world and includes products and app reviews all in less than 30 minutes. Here are your hosts, JB and Lib. Welcome to the Tech 5 Show. We're going to chat with you a little bit about uh, cord cutting. All right, Justin, where, where are you at with your TV and your entertainment purposes? I made the switch to cut over a year ago um, and was kind of all in, you know, went and canceled cable and, and kept just internet, went the route of YouTube TV initially and found that had the majority of what I was looking for, obviously being a big weather channel fan, it lacked the weather channel. <laughs> so... I had to find a, an alternative to that, which for a little bit was tough until Friendly Friendly TV came out. And the cool thing about Friendly was they, you know, they had a, they've got a fairly small channel package, but it's also very cheap, and the Weather Channel is part of that. So I think for like seven ninety nine a month, I was able to get the Weather Channel, and then they had um, I think Hallmark channels were part of that, and and there was somewhere in the area of ten or fifteen other channels. So um, had DVR capability, stuff like that. But all I really needed out of it was the Weather Channel. <laughs> So, I mean, that, that solved the, the problem there. But YouTube TV was great. I was kind of on board with that from the beginning when they first came to, uh, or when they first became available in Minneapolis. And loved it. Loved it, especially when I was traveling a lot. Um, loved the unlimited DVR. And then they, you know, continued to add channels. And the, what I found is, as I went further along is initially I'm saving money, but then I'm, I'm layering on all these other subscriptions, right? So you got YouTube TV, which is kind of your cable replacement, but then you've got your Netflix and your Amazon Prime Video and your Hulu and all these things that kind of have their own all little you know niches that you might be looking for. So you know when you go to add it up, you're like, oh, I'm actually spending more than what I was before when I had cable. What brought me back a little bit was a couple things. One is when you look at what it costs you to have just internet when it's not bundled with anything. I think I was paying a hundred bucks a month just for internet and for like an extra 30 bucks a month, I could have had cable with all the premium channels. The other thing is being able to turn on the TV and actually have something there right away without waiting for something to load or having to go to a different app and things like that. So there, there's things that you find you either change your viewing habits or the way that you, you kind of function when it comes to watching entertainment or, you know, old habits die hard. And, and the fact of the matter is I just, I like to have a TV going all the time in the background, whether I'm watching it or not. And I know I can change a channel. I know I can turn it on and off and I'm not burning data doing it so um i wound up coming back at the first of the year and you know i kind of go back and forth with it because i i just like the the idea of of not having cable because there's so much that you don't watch on cable but you know uh, until i can solve some of those other problems then that's uh, i guess i'll stay with cable for now and would you really call them problems or are they just more you being stubborn and liking to have like the tv on and it just it, it the up button it changes the channel right away which i i do not disagree with you in any way possible when it comes to how you interact with the TV and your expectations for watching TV. It shouldn't be a process, right? It shouldn't be an extra step. It should just be, it's on, you click next channel, you click the next one. If you hit the up button three times, you go three channels. You know, it's not like, oh, let me just, okay, now I'm here. Well, wait, let me load this. And then you can see, no, I don't, I don't want that. I got to go to something else. 
a lot of those issues go away if data caps go away, right? Data caps kind of kill everything. And I know not everyone out there, not every internet provider does data caps, but my internet provider does data caps. Um, nice thing is during COVID-19, they dropped those data caps up until about a month ago when they started reinforcing them again. But I mean, if you, if you get past data caps, I could probably get used to <laughs> the extra step for my programming to come in. You yeah. Know? And, and that's, and that completely makes sense. You know, like we don't have any data caps, so everything's just internet all over the place. Mm-hmm. I do dislike with the cord cutting world, the whole idea of it is an app, right? You have to wait for that app to come on. And you can, a lot of smart TVs, you can say, all right, start right away on this app. The app still has to start up. Yep. Right, so it still has to turn on. It still has to go. So I mean, not that it's the worst thing ever. You wait 20, 30 seconds, and and, and you're there. But I, I do think that there is sort of this, sort of an acceptance with when you move to the cord cutting world that you like. All right, well I know it's a longer process, but I'm supposed to be saving money. And we have YouTube TV, and I'm for the past month we've been wanting to change it just because they're hiking up their prices and and it's just kind of slowly going up and up and it's like well what do we really need that's the thing is when i came on with youtube tv it was 35 bucks a month yeah now it's 65 bucks a month right and and 65 bucks a month still it's not a bad deal for everything especially as they've added additional channels and you know limited dvr and it's just it's it it works um but you know the thing is is it's still it's you know the whole thing was to be better than cable or not be like cable right and these these streamer providers are starting to be more like cable oh exactly i mean especially when you want the add-ons i mean i like that youtube tv added the nfl network because i like watching football but if you want red zone well it's an extra 11 bucks a month on top of the 65 or whatever else you might already have including the you know hbo and, and everything else your base package might be, you know, pretty decent compared to like some cable ones, but again, they're still upcharging you when you want other stuff. Right. Well, and I found that the the usability aspect, so uh, not having a unified source for programming, was a challenge. Right. So, okay, do I, what? Which streaming service do I go to to watch? You know, X. Right. Um, you know, I can't go to a single guide and search on something that's going to take me to what I want, and you know. Yeah. Comcast, who's my provider, I've got X1, and X1's pretty solid. You know, from a search perspective, voice commands, it, it works. It works great. And and I mean, what I was doing when I was doing the cord cutting is I actually had bought a home run TV tuner that I hooked up to an antenna for my locals, and then uh, and then got into using channels DVR. And channels is phenomenal. Um, They've, you know, in terms of building a DVR that works great with something like Home Run TV, uh, they did a fantastic job with that. They've now added capability to also pull in some of the channels that do streaming, so you can pull in those streams and record those streams and things like that. And and the cool thing about channels is, I mean, the the devs are fantastic. They're responsive. You know, I still run it on my system here. And, and, you know, I go in and I check for updates, you know, just pull down the latest update, the beta updates all the time. And there's always a new build waiting. So they've done a good job of maintaining that. And I think it's uh, in order to have the guide service with them, it's like 80 bucks a year. And so. um, So my question on that, though, is it easy for people to use, you know, the non kind of tech guy in the family to do? 
I mean, I don't know that it's targeted for that, right? It's targeted for probably the the home technology enthusiast who has enough experience to know how to install, you know, an application on a Windows 10 box. They know enough to, you know, if they buy a home run tuner that they know how to set it up and get it IP'd and, right. and connected to the, to the channel's DVR and stuff like that. You know, as far as the apps they make for channel's DVR, they make an app for everything, I think, except for Roku. Um, <laughs> I just it, was looking, and yeah, they, they. I don't. I don't see it. And they did initially, but I think there were some issues with um, with streaming with the what Codex uh, Roku actually supports, and so they they went away from doing any development on that platform and went to everything else. And and that's probably the only thing, the only downfall. But they support Android TV, they support Apple TV, you know, Android, iOS, everything else, even you know, even uh, Amazon. So it's slick. They just came out with their their channels 3.0 release i believe it was like i said they're super super active development team and do a great job so no and that and that's cool i mean i think there's there's a lot of things when companies like that start presenting or coming out with something you know that support level is huge one of the things that i've run into you know as far as looking at the channel guide and kind of having it be a certain way and that's one thing that i like about youtube tv and is why it's hard for me to push on to like hulu live or some other provider of you know streaming channels is that it's like a regular tv guide you know i mean it it shows you the list top down time left right that's all i need you know i mean it it lets me oh that's coming up all right cool i can record it then or whatever but there's just some of these interfaces are not pleasing to use and so why would i want to use them right Right, and I mean, channels is a lot like your standard TV guide, right? It's funny, if you read the forums, The I think one of the biggest complaints you see is their UI is a purple color for the guide, and that people want to change that color, and that's just kind of the color it's always been. And, and you know, you would think it's like this easy option to add, but they haven't added that yet. And, I mean, there is some quirkiness to the guide, especially in the I use it a lot in the web browser because I'll use it right on my PC, and there's just some things that don't kind of work the way you exactly want it to um if you've ever used a tableau their guide is is pretty intuitive and i one thing i like in particular about tableau is when you go to search for content you can search on genre or you can search on a particular channel and it shows you all the programs that are on that channel for any given period of time so it's just the different views into the information you know outside of a standard kind of tv guide look and feel you know so if you're looking for you know to be able to record all the the christmas movies that come up during the holiday season you can go to the genre select holidays and just have it record everything that ever plays for that genre and you know so there's stuff like that and you can there's ways you can do that within channels dvr i'm not saying you can't do it um but it's just it's a different user experience than you know tableau or or any of those other tv type tuner vendors i mean and again i think what is out there and the direction a lot of things are going is pretty pretty cool I was I was a huge TiVo fan as well, and I bought my first TiVo in '98 or '99. And when they released the TiVo Minis um, a number of years ago, um, I bought those, and and that was a that was a reason for me to be able to replace like a Comcast X1 because I could have my one TiVo box. I buy these, the Minis come with lifetime subscriptions, and and all of a sudden I was able to outfit the house with that cheaper than having cable boxes in every room. And but the one thing. About about using the, the TiVo minis is, or TiVo in general, when you had a mini hooked up and you were watching TV after a couple hours, it would 
pop the box on the screen and say, are you still there? And it's that drove me crazy. So it, you know, it's one of those things like I used to, for one reason, I used to sleep with the TV on. And, you know, you'd go to bed with t- watching something, you'd fall asleep, you'd wake up at three o'clock in the morning you'd look at the tv and it's boxes popping around the screen you know like a screensaver saying are you still there like the same thing i mean netflix does that now and i know it's it's one it's you know no no reason to use the resources if if you're not actually watching it and you know protect your data cap but like that's the thing like i can turn on my my cable tv and watch it and it's not going to shut off on me so it's just there it's that ambience it's just kind of there it's like you can look over it's a quick little break it's nice to have so i get it i mean having the tv on and not worrying about data issues worrying about anything that's gonna like if you have a zoom call for a meeting and you can't have your tv on because that potentially is going to slow down your connection for your zoom call so you got to turn off the tv right when it is a streaming service versus if it's a regular tv you just don't even care yep First world problems. Yeah, that's exactly right. All right, any uh, final thoughts on cord cutting and uh, you know what people should do? No, I, th- I think a unified guide. I mean, so TiVo released their TiVo stream here a couple months back. It's a HDMI dongle with um, Android OS on it with kind of TiVo overlay. And it's a good start at kind of bringing you that unified search. It supports a few services. I think for live TV, they're supporting only Sling at this time. You know, if they added capability to be able to support antenna TV, there's there's nothing that prevents you from installing something like channel DVR on there. But I don't think it has the smarts to be able to search and actually get into the guide or the the data within channels DVR. So, you know, that's for, for anyone that likes the TiVo interface, that's kind of the that's really their next product all right well thanks again for listening to the tech 5 show we will be back with you soon